0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Hello listeners, welcome to another broadcast of The Unexplained World, where the line between the natural and the supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy. I'm Edward Shanahan, your host, a spiritual observer and psychic reader. Also joining me tonight and every broadcast, our co-hosts are part of the inner circle of The Unexplained World and spirit weavers. So stay tuned, feel free to call in. And enjoy thank you hello listeners you're listening to the February 11th broadcast of the unexplained world I'm Edward Shanahan a spiritual observer and reader tonight we have our co-host Annette She's back doing her popular past life readings for callers. Hello, Annette. Are you there?
2: I'm here, Ed. How are you this evening?
1: Uh, Just trying to stay warm. How are you doing?
2: Fine. Happy birthday.
1: Uh, Thank you. Let's not talk numbers, okay? (laughs) Okay. Yeah,
2: because then we have to talk mine. That's fine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Touche. Okay. Also, we have our co-host with us, uh, Deanne. Are you there, Deanne?
3: I'm here. Good evening, Ed and Annette. Hi, Deanne. How are you, honey? Good, real
1: good. You staying warm?
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And happy birthday.
1: Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, Let me mention here: Annette is the co-founder of the Unexplained World with me, and high priestess of Covenant of Whiteheart. Also, we have also Deanne is a spiritual partner and partner in doing house parties and events readings, and she's also my partner in the paranormal events that we um, go out to and homes that we go to. Um, Annette, tonight you're going to be doing uh, the past life readings for our callers. They can call 746-915-9653 to be read, and um, how will you go about doing the readings for them?
2: Well, what we're going to do, we're going to use the um, the runes tonight. Um, These are what you might call goddess runes or witch runes sometimes are referred to as.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And there are um, um, 14 stones and two signifiers for man or woman. So what I do is I throw the runes with the signifiers inside And that which comes most closely into the pattern, whether it's a man or woman, determines for me whether your past life was as a man or a woman. And then I read the runes and unfold what I think might be uh, a past life for you.
1: Okay. Do you believe in that, that those who have known each other in a past life can reconnect in another lifetime?
2: I do believe that very firmly, actually. Um, Sometimes I think they can be very far apart in time, hundreds and hundreds of of years, or perhaps within the next to a same lifetime. Um, For example, um, you might have someone in your family who's close to you, a brother, let's say, pass on, and within your lifetime, give birth to his reincarnation. Or you may find that where in a past life, you and uh, an, uh, another person were husband and wife, let's say. Maybe in the next lifetime where you're reincarnated together again, you might be a brother and a sister or a mother and a father, or sorry, a mother and daughter. Um, I think whatever reasons that the universe throws particular spirits together over and over and over, it's because they chose each other at some pre life position to learn a lesson together. And whether they learn it well or need to reenact it uh, because they didn't do it so well the first time around, um, they may need to look at it in different facets of relationship. So perhaps, oh, let's just say um, myself and another spirit chose each other as man and wife um, Mm -hmm. to learn about poverty. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and maybe in the next lifetime we choose each other as brother and sister because we're learning about poverty as siblings as opposed to poverty as a married couple.
1: Okay, so, so, you, so what you're saying is you may relive, let's say, the poverty thing again okay in a in a past life, is that what you're saying, or in a in a in a future life, you may relive what you did in the past? Is that what you're saying, or
2: right, maybe for some reason, the first time that uh, the two spirits had to come together to learn about a particular event or a particular type of a learning situation, mm-hmm. maybe they just didn't get it right. They didn't learn what they needed to learn, whether it was one of them didn't learn what they needed to learn or both did not learn what they needed to learn. Um, they probably came together in the first place to help each other. So they would probably come together again and again to help each other. I really believe, and Deanne, I don't know, you may want to have something to say about this too, that, um, you know, kindred spirits or soulmates, you know, you hear these terms all the time. Right. They find each other because they're, they're helping each other. The spirits come together because they're they're helpers to each other whether one is more actively, more aggressively helping the lesser spirit. I don't want to say lesser like it's not as uh, as uh, equal to it, but that it needs help, okay? Um, but I think that they uh, they come together a lot to find each other. What do you think about that, Deanne?
3: I, I believe that completely. Yeah. Because uh, I experience it so often in my life, um, this life here now, <laughs> with just people coming into my life um, I feel it's it's like becoming known that um somebody comes into my life and I feel like I've known them forever or I've known them from somewhere,
2: yeah,
3: and it's from a past life,
2: and whether they just touch in for five minutes or they're there for years right. and years or a full lifetime,
3: right,
4: yeah,
1: okay, um, and that you've Deanne told me that you read her last time That's right. Um So I guess I'm, for a warm-up, why don't you give a rating of me and uh, leave our listeners here how it goes, okay?
4: Okay.
2: Okay, well, you're not a woman in your past life. That just went right off the board. (laughs) Okay, okay. Okay, you were a man in this particular past life we're about to talk about, um... The most important thing to you in this past lifetime was love, and uh, spirituality touches right up against love here. So um, I'm going to say that there was um, a real drive, a real spirit, a real heart. There was a true love going on with you. The most important thing in your life was your true love. Um, marriage is... Uh, away from the grouping and sitting on top of conflict. So I'm going to guess that most lo- – oh, and negativity pointing right at it too. Okay, so I'm going to say, Ed, that your true love were, was your passion in this particular lifetime. Mm-hmm. Everything that was your wor- – everything about this true love of yours was your world. Um for some reason, their marriage was not, and family was not involved with this particular person- you know this true love of yours um yeah, money played no role. this is all about your true love <laughs> um it looks like you live to be of a good age um there's no um term you know. Uh, quick ending to your life or anything like that there was some confusion on uh on what made you comfortable so i'm just going to say that the thing in this particular past life that drove you was your true love um and whether it be a person that was your true love or whether mm-hmm. it be your spirituality or maybe it was something that you really had now I know you well and I know that when <laughs> okay. Ed you know um, has something on his mind he's a red five towards what his goal is okay mm-hmm. this is not the first time he's been like this <laughs> yeah okay okay, okay. <laughs> okay. yeah kind of
1: like tunnel vision <laughs> um, well
2: I mean, you're when you are inspired and you feel passionate towards something, you just go full force towards it. You okay. know, you're like just an arrow right at a target. Okay. And that's and that's exactly what I'm seeing here again. Um, there's nothing that really is telling me anything of consequence about a timeline, or maybe maybe it doesn't want me to tell you. I don't know.
0: <laughs>
2: um, I'm seeing that there's you know the neg the negativity rune is pointing straight at this conflict and this marriage and family both sitting next to each other so my guess would be that if the true love was a woman you like i said you didn't hook up with her you did not marry her mm-hmm. Maybe she was married to somebody else and you couldn't you couldn't get what you wanted um but that sits far away from this spirituality and love next to your signification stone so i uh, just that you are a driven man, and it's surrounded by comfort, money, home. So, I mean, I, I don't have to tell you that, you know, you were lost and worried and homeless or anything, but... Uh, so,
1: basically, what was there, the other things followed because of the passion? Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Or was this comfort? Yes. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, okay. If
2: you weren't for, want for anything except what was important to you.
1: Okay, super. Yeah. Um, the thing that I want to remind the listeners is that you're not given a full reading. Like if somebody was to contact you, and you would sit down with them or whatever, this is us uh, um, a reading, a specific one, one instance type of past life. So like you to sit with me um, because you could go on for probably half hour to an hour doing a reading on it, individuals. If I'm Well, right. and when right. somebody's
2: sitting with you and you're yeah. able to ask questions or recount mm-hmm. stories, um, and mm-hmm. you know you can toss the runes over and over to get more answers, right. Um, right? Yeah, because when you're, it's almost like having an interview with somebody, you know? Right, right. Like, when you can right. sit down with them and you know devote your full attention. Tonight we're just trying to give a sample so people can understand about past lives and.
1: Past okay, past why don't you, you give them your email address before we get started with the callers? We got a bunch sure, of them if lined wants up.
2: Wants wants to uh, get a reading, um, you can contact me via email at Ring. that's F-A-I-R-Y-R-I-N-G at net. H-U-G-H-E-S dot, Ring at net.
1: Okay, super. We're going to uh, take a call from area code 815-472. Let's see if we can get them. Area code 815-472, are you there? I'm here. Hello, how are you doing? What's your name, sir? What's this your is name? Mark? Oh, okay. Donna and Mark. Oh, how you doing, Mark? Pretty good. How happy birthday, Ed. Uh okay. Everybody, let's stop the happy birthdays, okay? Uh, <laughs> we got we got a show to put on. All right. Uh we're teetering oh. toward the big ones, so you know, let's not teeter it too much. Uh, <laughs> oh be okay. graceful. You can't Okay. Okay. Um, uh, Mark, you want a reading? A minute? Yep. For your past life? Okay. Okay, here we go, Mark. Are you ready? I'm ready.
2: Okay. Okay. In this particular reading I'm going to say that you are a man. Um uh let me get the pattern here. Okay, um, first of all, um, money was not in your possession. You were not a wealthy person in this particular life. Um, let's see, confusion, transition. Um, there was a lot of confusion in your home. Um, fear, um, uh, because of a man, um, Um, anything that people tried to give to you. Okay, Mark, let me just be really honest with you. This is not a happy scenario, this particular one. Um, I see you as a a young man, perhaps maybe maybe you only got to be in your mid to early 20s. Um, And I see um, a father figure, not a really great guy, probably somebody who um, didn't handle... Um, probably, um, oh, how do I say this? Um, probably was a child abuser. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and people that were in your home, boy, the whole thing just fell apart. There's poverty here. Um, anytime that you would try to connect with religion or find something of some substance like schooling to cling to, it, it was immediately ripped away from you. Um, i I'm gonna say this is like depressionary times, maybe even before that, okay, wow. uh maybe around the turn of the century, the twentieth century um very poor um, probably because of the poverty, you know, people were driven to these kinds of things just because they were uneducated and didn't understand, and so forth um I think that you escaped this lifetime um not by suicide, but by an early death, probably you learned a lot of lessons, a lot of lessons. So you probably would not ever need to repeat, from what I'm seeing here, you don't need to repeat this in other lifetimes from that one forward. Awesome. Well, that's good
1: news. That's yes.
2: But <laughs> <laughs> so this is obviously, this is a biggie, because for me to get this kind of a feeling, almost like a nauseating feeling, it's like so much stuff was thrown at you in this lifetime. And I, I'm one to always say, there are no mistakes. You chose this, you know. Your spirit chose this to happen. But you were almost like, hey, I want to know it all. I want to be learn every lesson in this one lifetime. Get in and get out fast, and I want to learn them all. Okay, do you follow me? Ah, uh, yeah, following so, perfectly. Uh, okay, so a lot of negativity happened to you at a very young age, and you didn't live to be much. I'm going to say much more than 25 is my guess. You did not die at your own hand. I'm guessing that it was probably from complications of you know having taking abuse for a long time. Okay, but phew, you learned so much stuff. It was just like a springboard, probably to this lifetime that you're leading right now. Probably now, Mark is this? Is this I bet this Mark is that right, Ed? Did he yes, come yes, and argue
1: yes. with our tour? Okay, Mark. Mark probably Mark, a
2: springboard. Yes. To you dealing with um, it, paranormal investigations and that kind of thing, because you have an understanding that some people don't have.
0: Okay, that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, that's most likely why you're drawn to it now, because you have understandings of things that other people don't have understandings of. That you're drawn to that kind of a thing.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, well, that would be that would be you know now makes a little more sense
1: to me then. <laughs> with that stuff then? Yeah, there's yeah, probably a lot of things that will, you know, with past life readings that hit home that even you wouldn't want, you know, if I'm writing that that, you know, it means a lot to you that you wouldn't actually tell the reader. And you know, um a lot of things that yeah, this is, you know, it's really personal. I understand these feelings, but you know, a lot of people you probably find in that don't share everything with you. Okay. Because oh, that's, yeah.
2: And you know, and can you blame them? I mean, there's no, so, no, I mean, no. yeah. There's so much that happened to people in lifetimes, times, good and bad, mediocre. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, it might be like in this case that, um, or if you read this type of reading for somebody else. Okay, where uh, child molest, you know, where m- children are molested and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, Their I don't see they, as molested yeah, though. I just see them no, abused.
1: Him. Yeah, abuse, abuse. You may that type of person. That type of person may have a feeling for when they read on or hear on the news that a child's been abused or molested, that they should get the death penalty. Okay, you know, there's no questions. You know, it may be a uh, you know a feeling inside so strong, but that may actually come from something from a past life. Those feelings. Am I correct on that type of thought?
4: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Strong
1: feelings today for... Like if somebody
2: certain. sat back and heard a news story like that and said, oh, that person should die a thousand deaths. Well, guess right. what? They probably were in a situation that, that tainted their view of that kind of a situation that they did not learn from the first time mm-hmm. they had to experience it. So they have a negativity towards that kind of a thing. They didn't yeah. gain an understanding of it.
4: Right, right. I
2: mean, so. every every evil is necessary.
1: And that's, it's unfortunate
2: that's, and horrible, and people hate when I say that, but every nece- every evil is necessary.
1: And that's why, um, you know, past lives are good to learn. Um, it may answer, it has, you know, I've gone into deep past life readings, and it has answered questions, you know, even on my physical, you know, being today. You know. Yeah. Um why I feared, you know, not being able to touch bottom, even though I just swim like a fish. You know. So okay, Mark, thank you very much. We'll thank stay you. in touch, okay? Well thank you guys. Good night, Mark.
4: Right. Good night. Bye.
1: Bye bye. Yeah. Annette, I
3: have a quick question. Sure. For you. Deja vu, does that have anything to do with past life?
4: Oh, boy. Well, you know, I'm not the
2: um, the answer lady for everything. But <laughs> um, personally, feeling, yeah, you know, I think it does. Um, I think that dream time contributes to deja vu as well as past lives. Absolutely. Okay. Um, and like, you know, um, the perfect example, and I always go back to this with everybody, is Ed's pre-life theory. You know, when he's saying you select different facets of your life as you're about to begin it, before mm-hmm. you're born hmm Um, and I, um, oh, it just flew out of my head what I was going to say. Rats. Oh, deja vu. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm so intrigued with that free life thing. Okay, so deja vu. I really think that a lot of times when you're choosing things in that free life sequence, um, and all of a sudden it comes true as you're experiencing that life, it's like, oh, I've seen, I've been there before, I've done that before. Well, yes, you have because you chose to do that. Right. Yeah, but uh, I think it can happen in past lives also. Where, like, let's say for example, if I uh, had a past life in the Victorian era, where I had experience with oh, one of these kindred spirits even, and then run into it again in this lifetime, that same scenario probably down word to word because we're we're put there to learn that particular thing. Oh, easily would could happen again. I think so.
1: Okay. Okay. Thank you. Cool. Um, okay, we're going to try another caller, Annette, and this caller is from area code three three zero, and the numbers, the first three digits are eight two five. So three three zero eight two five. Are you there?
4: Uh, yeah, that's me.
1: Okay, who are who is me?
4: <laughs> this is Jill, um, as known as Doc J.
1: Okay, where are you calling from, Jill? Ohio. Ohio? Okay, thank you very much for giving a call tonight. Annette, she's all yours.
4: Hi, Jill. Hello.
1: (laughs) Okay, here we go. Are you ready? Sure. Okay.
2: Um, Okay, Jill, I can tell you right away, you were a man in this particular past life. Um, And, oh, this is interesting. Your negativity is sandwiched right between... Gifts and love, but pointed at conflict.
4: Gifts and love. It's
2: sideways. This is very unusual. <laughs> um, comfort. Love. Oh, okay. Man. okay. Um, I'm going to say that this is telling us that in this particular past life as a man that... Um, all the wonderful things you get when you're in love, all those feelings um, of comfort and so forth, um, somehow um, were, were severed by some kind of a conflict like a war or... Something that drove you from your home. Wow, this seems like a really, really long time ago, too. Um, like a Native American kind of a thing I'm getting, where you were forced out of your home. Not And not so much by the cavalry or white man, but um, Indian tribes battling against each other. Okay, Um, I'm pretty sure American soil. So it's almost like you had to pretend that what your true feelings were for someone didn't exist. You had to shut yourself off from that. Maybe you were in love with somebody who was from another tribe or something that was in disagreement with each other, and you had to, like, walk around your whole Wow, your whole life, or at least you know that which is coming out to me here, um, shutting yourself off from those true feelings that you had. Because I'm telling you, that th- this stone is sideways and it's right. It's severing the that gi- the gifts of love that you get, um, and it's by some kind of a huge conflict. And
4: Confusion is
2: backing it up.
4: Well, oh, boy. explain why I'm clingy in this world. In this world. <laughs> Maybe.
2: <laughs> um, money,
4: home, um,
2: education, you had all that stuff. All that stuff is standing right behind you. It's in place. Um, family is set away from, from your particular stone. Uh, again, this is... Uh, you, your signifier stone as a man is in between of the family and this whole conflict of having to, like, to close yourself off um, and not show your true feelings about what you love or your particular, you know, the person that you love. Um, so you had it all. And I'm really getting, this is, a, this is kind of ancient Indian kind of stuff and Native American stuff. Um, and you just had to tie yeah you had to just say that you know the, the, these ties that bound you to whatever thing that it was that you loved. you couldn't talk about it you couldn't face it it was so sad it's very sad well what's with all these sad ones tonight Jill? i'm sorry <laughs> i want to I'm tell sorry. you that you were dancing can't. at the kremlin but i
4: can't <laughs> i've had many past lives and i know what a lot of them are so i can see where you're picking that up from okay
1: Good, good, good. Well, thank you, Jill. Thank well, you very much for calling.
4: Thank you for yeah. having me on.
1: Thank you very much. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you,
4: Jill. Thank you. Bye, bye. Okay.
1: Good night. Bye. Annette. Um. Speaking of that, about the past lives, and you know, not happy ones as of right now, anyways. Um. You don't come across, you know, people. You know, there were kings, king, uh, kings, queens, you know, whatever you know, like is portrayed, you know. Um
2: yeah, the Shirley McLean kind of stories. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I could tell you like like for example, I mean, she may have been um
1: She oh, may have been a, know, chief.
2: A, a chief. A chief or a leader yeah. of some kind. Of course. Highly yeah, likely. In fact I, I was kinda of getting that that they she was in such an important role that she couldn't admit that she thought that the conflict shouldn't be there. That kind of a thing, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm
2: but mm-hmm. That's uh, you know I, I never want to say to somebody oh you were a princess or you know you were the general of that army because I I can't really say that well All I can and say the other thing I is you know, like it's very important or you your position was more of a soldier than a, a leader or you know right, what I mean
1: right 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 and you can't put names to oh you were a princess so and so or you were yeah a king. you were
2: Anastasia or right yeah, you were Victoria yeah yeah or, yeah it's yeah,
1: yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. a little hard to uh, you know, unless you're really trying to sell the person. Um, yeah, but, And I better yeah. be
2: darn good at history, too, which i got to tell you, I'm, <laughs> I'm not that great. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I stumble over my history. I try hard. <laughs> <But>.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, we're going to go to uh, area code 608295.
4: 608295, are you there?
1: Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Who are we talking to? This is Linda. Hi, Linda. At Hi, Annette.
4: Love your website.
1: Thank you very much. Quite a bit. Thank you very much. Okay, Annette, she's all yours.
4: Okay, here we go, Linda.
1: Probably another negative one, Annette. <laughs> 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 I love not
2: Meta. Okay, another I man, Linda. Uh, you were a man in this past life. Um. And let's see. Your conflict is sitting right on top of women. (laughs) Um, Hold on now, that doesn't mean anything bad, though.
1: You get along with pattern
2: women. Here, you like to have this really cool, like wave-shaped pattern, which is awesome. Because a lot of times it's the shape of the way the f- stones fall.
1: Uh-huh. Tell me something.
2: Uh, tell me a whole story just by themselves. So yeah. a wave is always moving. It's fluid. It's it's continually, you know, in motion. So um, I'm going to say that this man, it, gifts and uh, masculinity, are right on top of the signifier stone. So that tells me this is a very manly man, very elegant um, and eloquent, um, speaks well, moves right, um, has an education, has money, um, very comfortable. Is your negativity stone is pointing away off the board, so it doesn't even count. I'm going to say, though, that the only thing that seems. I'm getting um, tuxedo.
4: In my head
2: Okay So I'm going to say That you were somebody Who maybe was a little bit Of a playboy Kind of a globetrotter Okay Somebody uh-huh. who may have Oh Not actually on the Titanic But somebody of that era Like maybe the early 1900s Or the late 1800s Who would be Somebody who would uh, Try to make new experiences um, uh-huh. And travel Okay Like maybe like At the late Victorian age Um And your problem with women probably stemmed from your mother,
1: (laughs) you know, and so you're
2: you're a playboy. But this is someone who's very respected, um, not just so much with money, but just because of the way you carry yourself, very put together. And this forward-flowing motion, I just get water and these beautiful waves, and I think of tides and full moons and romance, okay, Um, okay. not a committing guy, not a guy who commits. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Somebody's so, getting a hell of a good reading. Going, yeah. okay.
4: <laughs>
1: sorry, sorry, probably, oh.
4: <laughs> but somebody with a good
2: education all around, Um, it, I don't know if you have commitment issues in your current life or not, but this particular lifetime probably was about getting over your commitment issues but having a darn good time while you were doing it. <laughs> Being a globetrotting playboy.
4: Okay, any kind of guidance towards this life's path? I'm sorry, say that again? I'm looking for like some kind of, you know, direction that this is, you know, the path. I mean, I don't know. We all, I, I do believe that we choose our lives. <laughs> of course, you know, I think someone misunderstood. I said, Wealth, not health. You know. (laughs) So, but I just—it seems, you know, so many. I know I get you. There's just so many phobias and fears. You know, it's like, and you know, I really believe that a lot of that carries over.
2: Now, this is not. Do you have a fear of water?
4: Very much. I have a lot of fears. Yeah, Um, but I've, I've actually overcome that. Good. I started fishing and started taking a little boat out on the water. So that was a very big thing for me. (laughs) Really big thing to overcome that. I
2: keep getting Titanic, (laughs) you know, like cruise ship, water. I keep getting that over and over and over again Uh in my head. Um, And and so you would like me to try to help
4: you figure out why you have fears? Yeah, it's like, you know, what... well, I'll tell you so what, what am I supposed to learn this time around?
2: <laughs> oh, boy. What aren't you supposed to learn? <laughs> <laughs> well, you what, If you're already tempting, the biggest thing you can do, and I'll t- say, say this to anybody across the board, the biggest, the biggest thing you can do to overcome a fear is to face it head on in a small way every day. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, so like you said, like if you had a fear of the water and you tried fishing, you actually went out in a little boat. Okay, hey, that's one step closer, and you feel more relaxed about the water now, obviously. Yeah. Because you don't sound like you're freaking out when you're talking about the hyperventilating, so that's all awesome. No,
4: no, I'm uh, very claustrophobic, you know, and, yeah, fears of elevators, airplanes, you know, the usual. But, I mean, I totally, totally freak out that, you know, when I get off an elevator, I am, <laughs> you know, just take me to the nut ward because... I am, you know, literally. I am shaking. I'm crying. It's just unbelievable. You know, I don't know if I was buried alive in a past life because, you know, to me, it just it always. I always think of
1: like a big coffin when I think of an elevator. This would probably be something it, that would need be in a deeper reading. Wouldn't you say in
2: I would or, definitely because we want to yeah. go into more to more past lives. And there'd be a lot more, <laughs> but in this. I, I I'm just get, I'm getting this water thing, Playboy. It, it's, it sounds like Titanic, and if you're still dealing with those same things, most likely this is the next lifetime that you'll be experiencing. Since the early 1900s,
4: Put mm-hmm. them up,
2: but not you know totally unrealistic. And you know that's not so unusual. If you're saying you have these like elevators, well, for crying out loud, to be crushed underwater in a cabin, let's say, yeah. <laughs>
4: Yeah, that it would
2: could be... Yeah. It, could be all, it could be right there. Um, fear of airplanes. Well, a, a cruise ship is a piece of tra- uh, form of transportation. So yeah. Fear to go from point A to point B on something you have no control over? Not unusual.
4: Yeah. Okay. You know
2: what? Then, Read into some Titanic stuff. Google Titanic. Yeah. Look it up. Just get, a, uh, like, a better understanding of it, like how... Or watch the movie or something where, you, you know, you're just gaining more knowledge about it?
4: Oh, I know. Kind of I of saw it. the movie, and it was just just like, you know, that choking feeling, that claustrophobic, and yeah, that wasn't a pleasant movie to watch.
2: <laughs> okay. If you can maybe just have more understanding of it, you know, like every evil is necessary. I know I keep saying it tonight, but there's a reason for that, you know, and for some you need to just continue to put yourself in those, uh, I don't mean to torture yourself with it, of course, but try to, you know, conquer those little fears a little bit every day, and that's going to help you. So the next time, you you know, you, you come around in life, <laughs> hopefully you can, you know, feel better about this one and live it out, you know, more comfortably, but that, that the next one, you can start over on
4: something new. You oh, can start some me.
2: other crazy new idea, you know. <laughs> you there isn't going to be a next one, it's an-
4: isn't this, like, my last time around? It just seems like I've
1: been here so many times. Well, that and would, I make, you an old, so that would no. make you an old soul. I wouldn't say, um, I don't think there's a limit. Is there, that would you say? I don't
2: think there's any limit at all. No, no. No, no
1: you, you You don't feel that way, do you, that there's no, a limit?
2: No, no. It's when the, the time
1: that. is right, basically, I would say. I just to give you a little
2: story. Um, I had my one of my very first past life readings, and it was done under hypnosis. Um, I had a, pa- a couple of past lives come up within that session, and one was that I was a slave in New Orleans, and I drowned in a swamp while trying to get to some kind of a voodoo ceremony. Mm-hmm. And the other was a feeling of being very uh, angelic, um, having already gone through what i need to go through and quote unquote had attained the spiritual level that i felt was where i could stop but evidently i chose to come back and do it again so uh-huh. even when a spirit decides okay i've i've accomplished these goals i can go back to the source i can be reabsorbed it can it can request or be considered to, or however you want to think of it, whatever your religious path tells you that how that works, it can go on and on and on and continue to experience physical lives. Oh so you kind of have to answer that o- your own question, you know, am I done? Well, are you? <laughs> Do you ever want to be done? I don't. Uh, I want to learn, learn, learn. So I, I pop <laughs> into the beautiful cosmic atmosphere,
1: you know. Too, just, you know, I <laughs> Okay. okay, Linda. Uh, thank you. We're gonna have Annette give out her um, her email address if you want to contact her again. And, yeah, uh, thank great. you for thank you for calling. And, oh, thank uh, you.
4: And thank, thank you for you. the
1: compliment about the web page and everything. So
4: oh, I love it. I've
1: uh, good been a member of that for you. a while. Hey, oh, thanks okay, thanks, Annette. Bye. Oh, thank you. Bye, bye. Annette, it would be yeah. a good time to give out your web address, your email address again.
2: Okay, the email address is fairyring at hughes.net, F-A-I-R-Y-R-I-N-G at hughes.net, H-U-G-H-E-S.
1: And let me mention while we're here that uh, listeners can go to our website, theunexplainedworld.com, and if you want to see Annette, she's doing a, a fantastic interview. We have videos up. She's interviewing uh individual man named Jim who was possessed, not possessed, but was haunted by demons, I believe. Um, And he tells his story. And uh, and that did a fantastic job. You can also see Deanne at our videos. Uh, Just look up the, what was it, Psychic Energy Fund. And um, you can see uh, a glimpse of Deanne working with the Dowsing Rods and a little bit of what I did with the Dowsing Rods in the area, uh, while we were in the area. Um, making a move without touching them, okay? i also like to mention Champ's Restaurant Bar and Rock Room in Burbank on 79th Street, Street, home of the $2.50 huge hamburger meal. And starting Monday, March 1st, March 5th, that's Monday, March 5th, Deanne and I will be doing readings there every first Monday of every month from 7 p.m. till 10 p.m., no set fees, just a gift offering to the reader of your choice. So are you holding up, Annette? Oh fine. Good, good. Any questions from you yet, Deanne?
3: Um not quite yet. Not okay. quite yet. Pretty much a lot's being answered.
1: Good, good. Yeah, and I think it's it was really important that a couple things Annette touched on, Annette, that, you know, not every past life is gonna be glorious. Okay, Right. and yeah, and uh, it's a learning tool, basically, for the future, and the other thing is not everybody's going to be a king and queen, <laughs>
2: you know, <laughs> right, I had, just the queen. should be the queen of the day today, <laughs> yes.
3: I, I have to share with you, both of you and the listeners, I had a past life reading done one time, and I was an Egyptian mortician.
1: An Egyptian mortician.
3: Yes. <laughs>
1: <Cool>. <laughs> yeah. So you wrap the, you wrapped the people with the bandages or whatever, the cloth?
3: Whatever Egyptians did. I was a female too. Whatever okay. they do, I did and I'm just still trying to work on that connection in this life right now. Um
2: How are you with herbs with and everything, Deanne? Are you like a real herbist now?
3: Um, actually no I'm not.
1: Oh, yeah, but okay. you're a vegetarian. I mean, it's like you know, you're eating, you're eating plants and fruits and everything else. Amento oils,
3: amento oils very <laughs> much in candles, but you know, and I guess working with the dead. I
1: well, you do yeah, yeah. a mortician, huh?
3: Well, um, mm, no, I, I like to your stick respect with for the dead. So, yes, yes.
1: Yeah, that's cool. It's so it's interesting, interesting and cool. <laughs> That's cool. Okay, you ready for another call, Annette?
2: I am, I am.
1: Okay, it's going to be from area code 361 and the phone number is 646. Let me click on the microphone. 361-646, are you there? Yes. Hello, what's your name?
2: My name is Carol.
1: Carol, how are you doing tonight?
2: Okay.
1: Okay. What area are you calling from?
3: Uh, South Texas.
1: South Texas, super. Is it warm out there?
3: No, cold and drizzly,
1: nasty. What what is cold in Texas? Let me ask that. Uh, let's see. I
3: would say, uh, 53. Oh,
1: fifty-three. <laughs> okay, it's about <laughs> seven here in the Chicago land area. It's so. negative fifty-three here, Carol. No, <laughs> oh, <well.
4: laughs> so I'm having
2: a little trouble hearing Carol. So if she asks me a question and I ignore her, I'm not. I just probably can't hear her. Okay, Ed.
4: Okay. She might okay. just
2: want to help me. If she stops me or something, tell me.
4: Okay. okay. Here I
2: go.
3: All
4: right.
2: Okay. Another man in a past life.
3: A man.
1: That's um. probably why you're in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ride horses and stuff like that? I'm just curious. No. no. Do you? Okay. No. If you could okay. talk up just a little, Carol. Okay. Okay, that's much better. That's Thank better. you. Yes.
2: Okay. In this past life, Carol, as a man, um, um, love of women got you in trouble. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, there was a big transition, however, probably somewhere in your thirties or forties um you were able to get a better education and kind of left that old small town you're the um, uh you're the firecracker of the town kind of guy <laughs> um you were able to go out and get an education and move forward into the world um where you struck um Is she stopping me yet?
1: Go ahead. Um,
3: what did she do what time period?
1: Do you know what, what time,
3: period?
2: time period? Um Golly, um, hmm, hmm.
1: Would that come up yeah. further in the reading, Annette?
2: It, well, it might. Okay. It maybe if okay. she would be able to help me, like, you know, tell me about different th- places or things that she's interested in, sometimes that can help. I'm not getting it by the shape, um, You know, okay, here's what I see. I see that she was some kind of an auto mechanic, okay? (laughs) I see um, white T-shirt, jeans, and suspenders. (laughs) Very handsome. Um, And then later I see suit and tie, okay? A suit like, oh, maybe... well, we know it has to be after the automobile was invented. What year was that? Early
1: 90s? You were asking me. I had to find. Yeah. Memory. Okay.
2: So okay well, okay. well, help me. Help me pinpoint that. So we know the automobile was invented. I see you as some somebody who worked on cars in a small town, and and somehow you are able to transgress out. You know, leave the town behind. Or um, well, you were very popular with the girls. <laughs> very handsome, um, and get out and. Because of your because of an education that was offered to you, not by your family though, it was by an outside source, maybe a relative or something. It was someone outside the immediate family. Okay, so it wasn't your dad, it wasn't yourself. Maybe inheritance or something from an outside source was able to help you go and get an education. Then I see you in a suit that's maybe oh pre war well pre World War II. Was the automobile made then? Oh, yeah. Hopefully I'm not screwing up. Oh,
1: yeah, up. yes, yes, way before oh.
2: that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So pre-World War II, um, which would put us like what, like in 1930s?
1: Yeah, or 20s. 20s to 30s. Okay. Yeah, um,
2: yeah but... Um, and then you're able, like I say, then to go forward and to have a really in- industrious life, um, and having nothing to do with automobiles anymore. Something with an office, paperwork, um, in a city. You didn't. You didn't want to ever go back to that old town way, that little town way. Um, your spirituality, your drive is kind of just in, mediocre, kind of swimming in the middle, probably where a church-going fella uh, with your fam. It's up towards, you know, your grown-up life with your family. Um, I'm not going to call you a priest or anything because of it. Um, the tip of the iceberg here is this is the gift um, rune, and that tells me that you were really able to give back. So perhaps... Um, once you know you made your fortune and you had this awesome family, you were able in turn to turn it around and give it to somebody as a gift. Maybe that you started some kind of a college fund, knowing how it was so cool for you to be able to to experience
3: this uh,
2: rise in life and in social status. That you were able to turn around and give a grant or uh, set up some kind of a, a thing for college funds. That's what I'm getting.
1: That sounds good. Good. Good, good. Thank you for calling, and uh, uh, hopefully you enjoyed the reading. Well, and it, education's important
3: to me now, and, and I got it later in life, so that was kind of cool.
1: Good,
2: good, good.
3: Thank you huh. very much.
2: Interesting. Yes. Yeah.
1: All right, thank you very much, Carol.
2: Bye. Bye-bye. She said that she didn't get her education until later in life, right? Mm-hmm. Right,
1: right, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like to say... And that you don't mind going just a little longer tonight? We got a, you know, the no, you no, know I'm doing do. good. I'm doing good. Okay, okay, okay. Because I know sometimes it could be draining. Uh, for a fact.
2: Yeah. yeah, I'm glad we're we're getting a little better here instead of worse. That's good. Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> um, let me say our next radio broadcast will be in two weeks, Sunday, February 25th, and our guests will be the producers of the documentary movie Central State Asylum for the Insane in Indiana. It's a paranormal haunted location. I will be receiving the DVD um, of the movie and uh, be reviewing it, giving it to Deanne to review, and uh, we will have the producers on as our guests in two weeks, February 25th, because next weekend is a busy weekend. Um, we have the Humphrey House in um, Orland, which state that is a historical site. And it's uh, State Senator Humphrey's home, and Deanne he had um a dream about that place.
3: I would say more of a nightmare. <laughs>
1: more of a nightmare, and that you believe? She says I'm going to need protection that night. <laughs> I
3: Firmly believe that. I firmly at the Humphrey house. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. I
1: mean,
3: yeah. Not just pertaining to the dream uh, nightmare, <clears throat> but just feelings I've drawn from that home.
1: Something uh she don't feel that uh she feels I'm gonna raise more than I should be probably. Uh while we're there.
3: No, yeah, and I, I do feel that there's a, a lot willing to be raised. If you want to put okay. it that way.
1: Oh there's cool. Okay,
3: put it this way. There's something really itching, somebody really itching in that home.
1: Now I'm now I'm getting really excited. Um <laughs> Uh, um, I know Annette doesn't agree with that. <laughs> with that doing things sometimes. Well, but yeah, uh,
2: let's, let's you and me talk at least for your safety and protection. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can
3: flip a little something to you for Ed. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, but I'm calling you by the way. Okay, good. <laughs> good. We
1: uh this night this Saturday night that will be filled. It's filled already. And um we limited that to Approximately ten people. So um, every and there's a new room that we um, that's going to be opened up to us. I was there approximately uh, three weeks ago and felt very heavy vibes in this room. It was the room that the children played in. Um, that also was um, the daykeepers, I guess you could say the nannies' uh, room. Um, Deanne's never crawled across it. John, you know, the door has not been opened in the past for people to view this area. So it's going to be a new experience. Then the next day we plan on going to Chrissy's house, Annette. Um The lady who was on the air, they had the bed that was doing all the, you know, shaking and moving and everything oh else. My. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's see how Saturday goes before we make it a definite <laughs> for that Sunday. So,
0: yeah.
1: so that's one reason we're not going to be on uh, next weekend, but we will be back the 25th. Okay. Uh, with our guests, the producers from the documentary Central State Asylum for the Insane. So it should be very interesting. And in Annette, since it's in Indiana, who knows what we can uh, work out, right? Uh, right. As far as going there. Okay, our next caller is from area code 918-567. Let's see, 918-567. Are you there? Hello. Yes, I'm here. Okay, and your name, sir? Robert. Robert. Okay. Annette, Robert is yours. Okay. How are you doing, Annette? Okay, Robert. Um, Talk up a little bit more, Robert, okay? Okay, can little, you hear me now? Yeah, that's very good.
2: Okay, Robert. In a past life, this particular one, um, you were a man mm-hmm. and um, beneficial gay. This one's kind of like a figure eight coming back upon itself. Um, I'm going to read it like an eight. Let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is a cool weird pattern, so hang on here, Robert. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, this man, um, spirituality is at the center of the figure eight, okay, Okay. so your spiritual path, um, whatever it was, uh, I might get to tell you in a minute as I go into this more, um, was, um, of great importance, the most important thing probably to you in your Mm -hmm. mind, um. You, um, got most of your, um, education from, um, other men. Um, you considered other men to be, oh, more intelligent, better references, you know, had, were referenced, um, now that you didn't, you know, under- think that women were awesome, but it, you, you, when you wanted to find out an answer to a question, you sought the advice of a man, okay? hmm Um, Family, um, confusion, comfort. Um, Family for you um, was confusing. Um, uh, Interpersonal relationships within a family, you you didn't have an easy time with that. Mm -hmm. I think you were somebody who probably was, it was easier for you to be alone with your own thoughts, okay? Okay. Um, Not that you were a loner, there is a family involved here, but I think you were more, felt more comfortable um, alone, more quiet time for you. Okay, okay. maybe shy, very shy. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Um.
1: And then we string around here.
2: Um. Pretty much, uh, the only thing that my negative, the negativity stone here is pointing at is, um, is the gift stone, which um, pretty much just tells me uh, you have a hard time giving of yourself to others. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, somebody who's shy, a little bit closed off, um, but your spirituality was very, uh, very important to you. Um, Do you know who Alistair Crowley is?
0: Uh, No.
2: No? Okay. Um, He was a guy who almost wanted, he was, and, and then. Some people think of him as as a negative kind of a thing, Uh but I I don't mean it to sound that way. Um, Alistair was a guy who pretty much wanted to start his own religion, okay? Uh And he went about things um, kind of in a... uh, Maybe this is a bad example. Um, He wanted to make his own religion. And... Boy, this is a tough one, Robert. (laughs) Um, How can I say this creatively? Um, He okay. He wanted to try to do his own religion, and he always thought that men were more intelligent. Okay. Uh-huh. So he would have these people come together in like a cultish kind of a way, okay? okay. But never really letting anybody know his real
4: thoughts about stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, very closed off.
2: I'm not saying that you were Alistair by any means. But I just want to try and get across to you that you were somebody who was you know, religion was just the focal point of yourself, Mm -hmm.
4: okay, to the
2: point where it will probably consume you to the end of where you became your religion. Do you understand that, maybe? Yes. Okay. Um, Not that it was good or bad. That's just how it was. It Uh consumed you to the point where you became it. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
2: Okay, okay. Okay. And um, while... Lots of people just looked at you and said, oh, he's shy, or he's just really introverted, or whatever it was. You were really, you were consumed, okay?
1: So it would and, be like he was a solitary type of partition, practitioner.
2: Okay. Definitely. Yeah. However, he wouldn't, and even though he was shy, and he's obviously seeking, because his signifier stone is bunting up right against the, that, like education and men stones, mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. stones together. So he did have outside connections. I mean, he spoke and he uh, exchanged ideas with other men.
1: So okay, he may like have Alexander followers. Alexander Crowley
2: came up to me because his whole cult was like the Golden Dawn, which is a bunch of men that you know. That's what they did. They sought the advice of each other about this particular religion and so forth. So you have communication with others.
1: Mm-hmm. So he may have been a he may have he have followers on what you're saying. To, to his beliefs, yes. Okay.
2: Yes, but nobody would know that except him and the followers.
1: Yeah, right. Mm. Okay. 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 Wow. Yeah. Okay.
2: So whether that turned out to be a good thing or a bad thing, I'm almost afraid to find out.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, was, this
0: is the first time I, I have a life reading, so...
2: <clears throat> okay. I, do you mind if I ask, like, what your religious status is now? Are you really into religion or not really, or...?
0: Uh, no, not really. It's just... Uh, I'm um, just you know believe as a supreme being and and uh, but not really religious.
2: I didn't. Hear you no may death. have had your share of it back then, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm not, right. not religious, right? And, and and yeah, um, I do see your death here, and it's because of a woman. Uh huh. Um, it is the, the very end of the figure eight, but see, this is that's why it's weird when the shape is a figure eight. You know, that's always coming back upon itself. You know, money has nothing to do with this. Comfort has nothing to do with it. So you didn't do it, you know, you you didn't live your life for anything with money or comfort. Just throw those away. And it's not like you tried to give back to the community what you experienced. And in doing all that, you died at, I don't know. Oh. This one's this one's hard, Robert. <laughs> I I'm, I'm I want you I want I don't want to have you hang up and not have me tell you something that's important because this seems like a, it was a very important thing you must have learned. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, and if you if you're not really you know like you know focused on religion in this lifetime. Maybe Ed's right, maybe you just, boy, sure really had your share of it back then. <laughs> um, and I'm seeing, like, early 1800s. Uh-huh. You know, so, trying to think, like, what kind of crazy religions were going on in the 1800s. Deanne, can you help me think of any? I'm,
3: I'm sitting here trying to... <laughs> <I'm>
2: <laughs> like, saying. Quakers, or anything crazy like that, like the, uh, the Malphicorum or anything, what was going on, what... That was oh, that's all like the 1400s, isn't it? Um, I'm trying to think like the early 1800s. Maybe maybe you can Google religions of the 1800s, mm-hmm. okay, Robert? And try to just figure out like what are some religions where people not on board with them, okay? Mm-hmm. And maybe something's just gonna like ding hit a little bell when you're looking at that. And may lead you to Oh, wow, no wonder I'm connected to that sign of the Zodiac, or no wonder I'm connected to that, I I don't know what it is, that era. You you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, kind of.
2: That would lead you to seek out me telling you this figure eight thing. The figure eight, remember that too. Figure eight. Yeah. The fact that it comes back upon itself. It's like the symbol of eternity.
3: I was just thinking that.
2: Yeah, that's why it's, for me, I really think that there's something huge here that I'm not able to tell you in a short time without just, like, you trying to help me figure it out. So, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: think of figure eight, look for symbols, Google, like, late 1700s, early 1800s, religions, okay?
0: Okay, I'll do that.
2: And something's going to pop up that's going to not – whatever this religion was, it was not a mainstream religion. This is not Catholicism. This is not Judaism. And I'm even getting a a different country. It could be Russia or somewhere, Poland, something like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Somewhere cold a lot. Siberia? That's too cold, maybe. Poland, Russia, something. I'll leave Finland. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that, because I don't want to speculate without, you know, okay. like, sitting down with a a way to find out, so. Uh-huh. Robert, I'm challenging you to go. Into <laughs> <laughs> and the figure eight. Keep looking at this figure eight. Okay. Keep thinking about that figure eight thing, because that—it's really unusual for it to land like that.
1: Okay, Robert. Ready. <coughs> thank you. Well,
0: thank you very much, Annette. All right, All right,
1: back. All right. Um, ladies, I hate to say this but at ten o'clock our show stopped actually broadcasting. So, um I will check with uh our um our our radio broadcast people and uh maybe in the near future we could do it again in it. Okay. Okay. So uh, how
2: long how long into it are we? What time is it now?
1: Oh, uh, it's after time it right at ten o'clock right after the right into the hour it stopped okay. so long uh, um <clears throat> a little disappointed oh, okay. because we had other callers you know um we're probably still being recorded right now, but I don't have no list of callers uh that was even erased, so I will contact oh, okay. uh, blog talk radio, and if this is still being recorded, I'd like to thank the listeners who will be you know listening to the rest of this thank you Annette and uh thank you Dean. okay uh it says uh let's see Gina's saying she still can hear us so um <laughs> oh very so, good
2: okay yeah
1: so at least <laughs> the listeners know what's um going on um okay and uh um
2: yeah, because 'cause I, I'm sorry I went on and on with Robert, but I just didn't want to leave it go, even though I didn't have a lot of information for him. I didn't want to just to like leave it go unspoken because it's kind of a cool, weird you know, very mystical.
1: Mm-hmm. So. interesting. Yeah, well yeah. the people on the people that were list waiting on the phone, I just got a instant message. They can still hear us talk. But okay. that uh I don't okay. have no I don't have no list of who they are right now, so my black my screen is blank. So we're gonna call that we're gonna call it a night. And uh, well, and people, I'm
2: happy to do this. So if you know anybody wants to uh, email me, feel free, and we'll do it again in the spring on the radio show.
1: Okay, Deanne, thank you, Annette, thank thank you, you. listeners, thank you. I will uh, end this with some music, and uh, hopefully it'll be recorded. And uh, we'll talk. I'll give you ladies a call in a couple minutes. Okay. Okay.
3: Good luck this weekend, Deanne. Oh, I'm (laughs) gonna call you.
1: Okay. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Bye. 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 Good night. Good night.